Welcome to Patterns and Possibilities, Curious Conversations with Miss Handy. I'm so pleased to begin a new pattern of inquiry that involves an up-close and personal conversation with special guests around the globe who actively use human systems dynamics to transform the patterns in their world. That new pattern of inquiry begins with our special guest right now. I can't think of a better way to launch our pattern of curious conversations and celebrate the life of human systems dynamics than talking to Glenda O'Young, the founder and executive director of HSD, as we like to call it. Welcome to Patterns and Possibilities, Glenda. Thanks, Tim. I'm really happy to be here. Well, if you're new to HSD, you may not know that this really marks the 20th anniversary of HSD. So Glenda, I want you to take myself and our listeners down a walk down memory lane. And I'm curious, what is it that you were looking and longing for 20 years ago? And what led you to create HSD? Thank you, Tam. I always love a little journey down memory lane. So the journey started in the late 1980s, 1986, and what I was looking for was a way to make decisions when I couldn't control or predict what was going to happen. So I was leading a small company, things were changing really quickly, all the principles of leadership I'd learned, none of them worked, because I didn't know what was happening or what was going to happen. And I couldn't find out. And so as I was trying to understand how to be a leader in uncertainty, I ran across complexity science and started digging into that science and the mathematics that was just emerging at that point. And in there, I found lots of lessons to help me know how to lead, how to make sense, how to set conditions for success when I couldn't predict and control. So between 1986 and 2003, I learned more and I practiced and I taught and I wrote and all of those things. And by the time we got to 2003, there were many different threads of complexity applied to human systems that had emerged. Mine was one of about six others that were really strong and in the space. And so the original reason for human systems dynamics was to give a place for all of those different threads to be woven together. Now, it only took us about a year to figure out that those other threads weren't all that interested in weaving. <laughs> and so we, for a few years, taught multiple, multiple threads so our core of human systems dynamics, we taught alongside many other practices about human systems. And then there was a point at which we realized that our best practice, our best understanding, our best path forward was in what we now call human systems dynamics, centered on adaptive action that lets you move forward and learn all the time, inquiry that keeps you from getting stuck in your own arrogance. So it's humility and curiosity that drive. And then the third thing is pattern logic, which is the ability to see, understand, and influence patterns as they're emerging in the moment. And so by about 2008, 
We were focusing our work in human systems dynamics as we know it now and the tools that come along with that. We have about 32 different tools that we've chosen, but they all emerge from these three core pieces. So over the years, I've worked with Royce Holiday. She's been with me from the beginning and we have at least every twice of a year have had certification training where people have come together to learn the core principles of human systems dynamics to inform their own practice. And so over the years, the theory has emerged, the practice has emerged, the community has emerged. And so after 20 years, it's really fun to see all three, the, how we think and how we act and how we relate to each other being uh, so mature. So that's the story as I know it. I'm curious about what other stories people have to tell about that journey. Well, as you're talking, so I'm thinking about two things. One, especially for folks who may not be really familiar with human systems. One, what is a human system? How would you describe it? And how did you come up with the name? Because you could have called it anything. Hmm. So when we say human system, we mean something really specific. It comes from the theory and practice of complex adaptive systems. And so what we believe is that when people come together and they interact over time, patterns emerge that are greater than the sum of the parts. And that once those patterns show up, they influence how people behave. So if you think about a team, members come together as they interact, you may get a really high performing, fun, productive team. And then when somebody new comes in, that's the way people behave. And so we see that human system at all different scales. So I see it within myself in terms of my emotional or physical patterns and my whole system that comes together, emotional, physical, spiritual, and intellectual patterns all coming together. And in teams and in communities and in organizations and now in global patterns, we're seeing the same thing. So human systems, as we think about them, are agents interacting and creating patterns at all different scales. And how did it get named? Well, this is kind of a roundabout story. I'll try to make it quick. So in 1996, I decided that I should try to get to figure out whether this was true. I knew it was useful, the work we were doing. And I thought that if I did research, got a PhD, then I would know more about its being really true in the context of other work. And in that course of that process, I decided to call the work I was doing organization development because that was the closest to what it was. So I did the work. I was working with uh, the Union Institute and University, which was a self-designed, self-structured program. And as I was going along, I wrote my dissertation and it was sent to an outside expert. So dissertations are always reviewed by someone who didn't have anything to do with the work up to then. And the person who reviewed it was a student of Ardris as deeply grounded in organization development. And he wrote back to say, I love this work. It's really great, groundbreaking work, but it's not organization development. It's mm -hmm. something else. And I said, well, okay. He said, I can accept your dissertation if you do one of two things. Either rewrite your literature review so that you draw on organization development literature, which would have been a good year's effort. Or he said, change the name of the field. 
And so I chose the second. And so my committee, when we got together for my defense of my dissertation, there were eight people, wonderful, wonderful scholars from a variety of fields. And we all sat together on a farm outside of Washington, DC um, to talk about what this field should be called. Wow. We talked about a lot of things, but it was out of that conversation uh, that the term human systems dynamics emerged. That was 2001. So then by 2003, we were ready to start the Institute under that name. Wow, an amazing story. And so you mentioned that he mentioned that it was groundbreaking, but when did you feel as though this is something different? This is something delicious. This is groundbreaking. When did that happen for you? Or has it happened? Mm -hmm. Yes, it has. It's happened many different times. There's several ahas along the way that have told me that this is different in kind than other kinds of organization development practice or sociology or po political science. So one was when I realized by doing a series of narrative analyses to see how people talked about change in human systems. And I realized that regardless of where they were coming from or what they were talking about or what scale, that these three principles just kept popping up. And as they popped up, I realized not only were they in those human systems, but they were also in literature from all the different complexity sciences, research in um, thermodynamics and in electromagnetism and in mathematics and in physical science, all kinds of sciences. And those three became pattern logic. The three conditions that determine the path and speed and outcome of self-organizing systems is agents coming together to create a pattern. There are three of them, container, difference, and exchange. And that way of engaging with a complex emergent system is quite different from the way anyone else thinks and talks about them. Different basically in two ways. One is it allows you to make decisions that move you forward. So other ways of thinking about complexity are retrospective. You can describe it after it happens. But using the CDE, you can say, what are we seeing now? So what does it mean? Now what can we do? So it allows you to go forward. The second thing is that it allows you to work in open systems. All other kinds of systems approach. The first thing you do is to define what you mean by the system mm. and work within that boundary. And in human systems dynamics, there are many boundaries at the same time. So we move from one to another to another, never thinking that any individual boundary has a privilege above others. And so that makes it different from other systems thinking. And the future pathway makes it different from other complexity thinking. Now, when you talk about it, one thing that I love so much about HSD is really what you're saying. It not only sounds different, but then when you use it, it feels different. And I think that's one of the powerful things that translates about HSD, at least for me, and I'm pretty sure other folks that use it as well feel the same way, that it, it, it sounds and it feels different. Yeah, I think, Tamla, that balance, and I think this is another way that it's different, is that it's deep and considered theory, mm. deep theory, and it's also really effective, deep practice. And so you can come into it through a practice realm, wanting to do something 
new and different. Or you can come into it through a theory realm, wanting to see how things work and understand them differently. But that those of us who are in the practice, as you say, flip back and forth between what we're thinking, what we're doing and seeing, and what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And so that practice, that it's a praxis, a combination of theory and practice that I think really is the experience you described. And it's certainly the one I experienced too. Right. So many touch and entry points that just makes it all the more useful and impactful. I'm curious too, what have you learned about HSD that maybe you didn't know 20 years ago? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so one of the things that I've learned is that it has to be used differently by every individual person. That what I say and what I think is useful for me but what you see and what you think is useful for you and they'll never be the same. So that each person who comes into human systems dynamics has to reinvent the work in the context of their experience, their interests, the world in which they work, the work they do, the culture they come from. And so there are as many human systems dynamics as there are people who have thought about and used systems dynamics. Um, and so that variety has just been surprising and enriching all these years. What I think I'm hearing you say, you know, the theory is powerful, but it's not powerful by itself. It requires some unique and individual investments from us to make it come alive. Absolutely. Well, what advice now we're moving into that now stage. What advice would you like to share with folks who are familiar and unfamiliar with HSD? Yeah, so I think that I would share the HSD vision and invite people into that vision as the advice that I'd give. And the HSD vision is people everywhere thrive because we see patterns clearly, we seek to understand and we act with courage to transform turbulence and uncertainty into possibility for all. And my advice and my hope and my wish for people in all walks of life and all levels and stages is that they join with us in that wish for what might be in the future and what can be in this moment. Well, thank you so much. I couldn't think of a better way to sort of end this delicious, curious conversation. I'm so thankful for this insight that you have shared with us. And I also thank you for sharing your gracious journey, you know, about HSD and your story with me and our Patterns and Possibilities listeners. So congratulations to you for 20 amazing years of teaching, learning, adapting, and sharing HSD forward. Thank you, Tamla. And thank you so much for the role you play in this emerging story. Sure. I'm so grateful that you've joined us for our new pattern of curious conversations with Miss Handy. Be sure to tune in next time when we'll talk to another one of our special guests from around the globe about their unique HSD, what so what and now what experience. Until then, 
continue using adaptive action to discover all of the patterns and possibilities that exist in your world. Thank you.